back to Seeking Rents, the podcast. This is going to be another daily update from the Florida Legislature's 2024 session. Um, lawmakers just wrapped up day 10 of the session, which is supposed to run for 60 days. And we're going to talk about three bills that move forward today, all, as it turns out, in the Florida House of Representatives. Um, first up is House Bill 651, a bill that essentially gives civil liability rights to a fetus. And what I mean by that is that it would allow a pregnant person or the person who impregnated them to file a wrongful death lawsuit in the event that an embryo or fetus is lost. Um, now, this bill is being sponsored by the exact same lawmakers who carried Florida's six-week abortion ban through the legislature last year. Um, but one of the interesting twists here is they claim this bill has nothing to do with abortion. Um, that The House sponsor actually even put on a pretty good show yesterday um, acting outraged at people who suggested this might, in fact, have something to do with abortion. Uh, emphatically, she, she said, nothing to do with abortion. Uh, the problem here is, of course, is that it has everything to do with abortion. This bill is entirely about creating a cause of action against abortion providers, like specifically allowing a man who gets a woman pregnant, who then gets an abortion, to then sue her doctor. And, and here's how you can tell, by the way, um, there was quite a bit of talk yesterday about how this just mirrors a criminal law already on the books in Florida that makes it a crime to kill a quote unquote unborn child, which you might know from science as an embryo or fetus. This bill uh, is just creating a civil cause of action to match that, according to the folks supporting it. Um, but that criminal law specifically prohibits that law from being used to prosecute an abortion provider. Uh, this civil liability bill conveniently omits that language. In fact, uh, a Democrat on the House Civil Justice Subcommittee even offered an amendment to add that very same clause to this bill, and the Republicans on the committee all rejected it. Um, there was actually a, a, a pretty funny moment in the hearing, not not like ha-ha funny, but, but very illuminating. So literally minutes after the bill sponsor emphatically declared her bill had nothing to do with abortion, the uh, the leader of a prominent anti-abortion group stepped up to the microphone to praise the bill specifically because it was so important to his cause. He literally called this bill a, quote, good step in the right direction of a total abortion ban, one that would ban all abortions in Florida from the moment of conception. Uh, that's a, That's actually a bill that's been filed in the Florida legislature this year, by the way. But, but sure, giving civil liability rights to embryos and fetuses doesn't have anything to do with abortion. Okay, let's just talk about uh, two more bills today because they're, they're oddly sort of related. The first is House Bill 757, which is meant to make it easier to file defamation lawsuits, particularly against news organizations and journalists. You, you might actually remember this issue from last year when Florida Governor Ron DeSantis made it a big priority. It was sort of part of his continuing attempt to keep picking Trump-like fights with journalists and news organizations. Although I guess he's no longer following that strategy now that he's trying to save a presidential campaign that is rapidly swirling around the toilet bowl. But anyway, this bill is quite a bit different this year. It's honestly, it's it's not as severe, at least in my opinion, although the larger goal is still exactly the same to weaken independent journalism by forcing newspapers and TV stations and other publishers to spend more money defending themselves in court and to ultimately scare them out of standing up and challenging authority figures like state lawmakers. Uh, there are actually some Senate bills, too, and they are even they're quite a bit crazier. Um, but it, it still sort of seems unlikely to me that this is going to pass, um, at least not in the current form, because it's ultimately going to have the same problem that last year's defamation bill did. It's ultimately going to hurt the, the, the 
the folks that are ultimately going to be most hurt by this are, are these right-wing websites and media personalities, the folks who tend to say the most inflammatory, potentially libelous stuff. And the thing is, conservative publishers know this. That's, that's ultimately what stopped this bill last year. A bunch of conservative news organizations came out against it. And I'm just not sure how Republicans in Tallahassee get around that problem. Uh, certainly not in any way that is even remotely constitutional. I suppose we'll see soon enough, though. Um, but that also brings us to the third bill I wanted to mention, House Bill 939. Um, this is a bill that comes from Jimmy Patronis, Florida's chief financial officer and a Republican who probably wants to run for governor in a couple of years. Um, the, House Bill 939 has like a whole hodgepodge of stuff in it, but there's there's one particularly uh, element that is, especially to use a technical term, dumb. Uh, a section of this bill would bar state agencies from contracting with companies that, that quote, advise the censorship or blacklisting of news sources. Um, this is actually one of the latest cause celebs on the right. It's, it's targeted at some growing companies whose business is to evaluate and rate the accuracy, reliability, and political leanings of news organizations or to, or to identify like fake or plagiarized news stories or spot bot accounts on social media, that sort of thing. It's kind of like a business to business thing. So if you're like a brand sensitive consumer company that spends a lot of money on advertising, you might hire one of these companies to to give you some advice on on where and where not to spend your money, you know, like Publix might not want a bunch of its money showing up on on a website that's like continually lobbing out accusations that people are groomers or pedophiles without evidence, for instance. Um and honestly Never even heard of this industry before, but I guess it's growing pretty fast. One of the the better known companies that does this sort of thing is called NewsGuard. But anyway, like I said, it's become uh, sort of a big deal in some places on the right, in part because a bunch of right wing sites keep getting flagged for publishing false or intentionally misleading stuff. And of course, rather than taking that as a sign that, hey, you know, maybe we ought to pay at least a little bit of attention to facts and accuracy, some of these sites are instead claiming, and stop me if you've heard this before, to be victims of censorship. Uh, the state of Texas, along with a couple of conservative publications like the Daily Wire, have even sued the federal government over, uh, at least partly over grants it has provided to NewsGuard, apparently. So anyway, Jimmy Petronas, who wants to run for governor and is looking for sort of news to make that appeals to right-wing primary voters, put a provision into House Bill 939 that would print prohibit state agencies from ever contracting with companies like NewsGuard. Now, in one sense, this is kind of just like the the classic clown-level pandering, um, because, of course, no state agency is actually doing any contracting like this right now. This, this is just sort of like totally substance-free in that sense. But I suppose you, you could also make an argument that that agencies might want to do this. Like, I suspect Visit Florida and all the, the big tourism brands it represents, for example, probably don't want their ads ending up on some website that like, for instance, traffics in anti-Semitism. Um, but, but the reason I flag this bill for real is just, I want you to think about the irony here. In the very same day, during separate committee hearings that were held at literally the same time, Republicans in the Florida House of Representatives passed one bill, making it easier to sue for defamation because they claim news organizations can't be trusted anymore. And another bill that actually makes it harder to figure out which new news organizations can be trusted. I, I got to tell you, sometimes I think all the rhetoric we hear out of Tallahassee about fake news and corporate media and misleading stories isn't actually being made in good faith. Um, okay, 
that's gonna that's gonna do it for our day 10 update uh as always if you haven't already please consider signing up for our newsletter where you, you'll also get our stories that uh tend to get more in detail and more in depth on certain subjects um the easiest way to sign up is uh, at seekingrentsfl.com uh all subscriptions are free stories are never behind a paywall but um as always i throw a plug in there there is an option to 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 do a voluntary paid subscription if you can afford it please please consider that if you've got the means uh, those paid subscriptions are really helpful to us for covering uh reporting and other journalism expenses um okay that really will do it thanks again for listening and we'll uh, see you soon